Truckee Pacific presents the Mile High Podcast. Reviews. All right, well, welcome to another edition of the Mile High Podcast Reviews. And uh, this is a special occasion. Uh, we uh, are joined by the Mile High Podcast, my co-host, James. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm glad to be here to do some reviews with Dave. Dave's always on here doing his reviews, so uh, the fact that we both watched the same movie really makes this a little easier. So. Yeah, and it was a non-Disney right. or Marvel movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah, something that was a uniquely, a, a uniquely unique movie, so Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, so we're talking Jojo Rabbit today, um, and uh, today we are all together, the whole Mahai, or actually the Truckee Pacific family is all together today. Uh, putting together a bunch of shows, a bunch of stuff on Twitch. Uh, I just loaded our newest show, our most latest show, with the comedian Mike Santori talking about weed and movies. So make sure you check that out on the Truckee Pacific pages. Uh, we have a great many of them. Yeah, we have a bunch of photos, too, that you're going to be able to see. We took a bunch of uh, like photos for like prosperity last night. Yes. So, uh, but you're going to Prosperity. Prosperity yeah. is when you get a lot of money. Pros- prosperity pros- and posterity. Yes. Yes. It works both ways. Right. I was I was thinking the money, man. So, yeah. Um, Jojo Rabbit, man. Yes. Well, yeah. So um, I was I've been meaning to talk about Jojo Rabbit, and I'm really excited that James actually saw this one. So um, let's get into it. Uh, Jojo Rabbit is written and directed by the brilliant Taika Waititi. Um, I've been following Taika Waititi for quite a while. I love saying his name, first of all. Uh, but his first movie that I saw him star and direct in is a mockumentary about vampires called What We Do in the Shadows. And he won me over from that because it's such a great movie. You ever seen that one? I have not, but I hear nothing but good things about it. That's one of those things. By good things from people that I trust their opinion of what it is, you know. And so um, I've heard a lot of good things about it. And... He is clearly extremely talented because he's the kind of name that I've noticed has come up repeatedly over and over and over again. Probably in the last 18 to 24 months has really people starting to recognize him. Didn't he do Mandalorian? Uh, he was the the um, bounty hunter robot in Mandalorian. Okay. But he's probably the most well-known for Thor Ragnarok, directing right. Thor Ragnarok. He was fantastic and he played Court. The yeah. best Thor movie. The best Thor movie. And probably one of the top five best Marvel movies. Yeah. I'd say, for sure. Yeah, before that, I went, there were no Mar- there were no Thors coming close to the top five, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, last year, this is kind of an outdated one, because like, he's already won an Oscar, a writing Oscar for uh, Jojo Rabbit. He's won a bunch of Golden Globes. This came out last year, but uh, because my schedule is... For shit, I finally just got a chance to watch it. It just came available on Amazon Prime, and I finally got to check it out. So, uh, James is a very popular guy, as you guys can tell. So, Jojo Rabbit is about a young boy named Jojo who is in the the Hitler Youth Army, and he is a staunch young Nazi. And he loves Hitler so much that he has materialize Hitler as an imaginary friend that helps give him confidence as he's going through life um, and as he's trying to make his way through the uh, you, the Hitler Youth Army. Uh, one day he finds that his mother has been hiding a young Jewish girl in the walls of their house and his whole perception of 
Nazism, uh, his whole image of Jewish people really gets turned around to where uh, he kind of he questions his loyalty to the the Nazi uh, the Nazi ideals. So uh, it sounds like a real heavy subject, but really funny movie. I think part of what makes it funny is the characters that they put in here. They're not over-exaggerated to a certain degree. Like, they play their characters, the Nazi version of the characters, and their beliefs with such a staunch realism, with such a straight face. You know what I mean? They're not trying to be character... They're not trying to be caricatures. They, they're they they're treating what they believe as their actual belief. The best example of that is his little buddy. His little buddy with glasses. Yeah, I put it down. He's one of the standouts. His name is Archie Yates, and he plays a kid in Yorkie. Yeah, Yorkie was Kind of looks like the kid from uh, Up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like the live, if they did a live action, yeah, exactly. uh, it would work in that. Yeah, I think not only was JoJo great, um, Scarlett Johansson, who played his mom, was fantastic, and she uh, earned an Oscar nomination for her role. Um, Taika Waititi as Hitler, uh, I think you are 100% right about every other character, but... Um, I think the only way to play Hitler this, was to play him as kind of a goofball. Yeah. Well, and I like and I like to use him because if you see the trailers and everything, you're going to feel like, oh, this is just a movie with an abundance of Hitler. But the truth is, Hitler is not in there. I think people will be surprised on how limited of a part his Hitler character. It's really JoJo's story. It's, yeah. It's, it's not a JoJo. JoJo and Hitler story. Yeah. It's JoJo's story directly. Yeah, and he, uh, jo- Hitler is his imaginary friend that he uses for confidence. Anytime yep. he's feeling down or afraid, then Hitler is there to kind of egg him or motivate him to go on a little bit further. Yeah. So, real funny. Uh, I think the only way to play Hitler really is to kind of give him, make him a goofball. Yeah, but I think the depth of the humanity of all the other characters, Rebel Wilson's character, um, the uh, general or whoever, yeah, Sam Rockwell, yeah, played, Sam Rockwell. yeah, he, he, him, and uh, Alfie, uh, I can't remember his last name, Alfie, uh, Lily Allen, Alfie Allen, yeah, 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 uh, they were great together, yeah, great, and they were a great team, and and it was uh, and the relationship was really funny, yes, and yes. especially as it progressed throughout the, the course of the movie, it was really funny. You start noticing that everybody has depth, you know, even that, and that's what made it real. Is like these were not like even the people who were really behind Hitler, like the Sam Rockwell character and everything, they had their own reasons not to be behind Hitler. You know what I mean? There was an underlying thing to everybody that, like, yeah, they were Nazi assholes, but they were, you know... They had feeling. They, they had, had feeling. They, 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 they had lives. They, they were had a bunch of different layers. Right, them. right. They weren't defined by it. So, yeah, no, I thought I thought that was fine. I thought that uh, Stephen Merchant... <laughs> I mean, Stephen Merchant isn't in that movie very long, but the brief moments he's in there, he's just hilarious. Uh, one of the better, like, Nazi performances. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say he's quite as good as the first, like, five minutes of um, of uh, Inglorious Bastards with Christopher... Uh, God, what's his name? Uh, he's oh, the general... Uh, see, we're... Uh, yeah, I know. If, thank you. Lost. Yeah. Christopher Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Yeah, and Christoph so Waltz. Christoph Waltz played such a great character, um, but this Stephen Merchant played an equally good, and he, when he was in there, the house, you're talking about the real tall guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah from, from the original BBC office. Um, 
He was very tense. He yeah. was very stressful when he was in there. I think he'd be really good at playing. You know what he made me think of as the guy from Raiders. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Absolutely. They could literally redo Raiders and put Steven Merchant in that character, and I would be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's that works right out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's played a bunch of pretty funny characters, like real small bits, especially right. in American TV. But when he's in there, he played a great character on uh, Big Bang Theory. That was really funny. Yeah. He, he, just, he pops in and out, but he leaves a, a real funny environment. He was great in um, uh, Good Place. He was great in Wolverine, too. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. I remember. Wolverine? He was the he was Professor Xavier. Oh, he was the, the albino. He was the albino. Yeah. yeah, yeah Stephen Merchant, too. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Range. Yeah. Was, Steve he was Merchant. really great. Yeah. Um, I thought, one thing I will say about that movie is that, and Tiki Waki, Tiki, Taka Watiki. Taika Waititi. Taka Watiki. <laughs> Whatever. That guy. Uh, what was he, the name again? Taiko Wakiki. <laughs> Taiko Tikaliki. Uh, and so anyhow, he starts turning into more of like a uh, karate master. The more you say it, right, right. he's going from a, a news uh, Kiwi uh, director to a Bruce Lee type martial artist. But I think he uses foreshadowing a lot in his movie. And if you watch movies and everything, that uh, it's very noticeable. Like the shoes, the red shoes, the red yeah. shoes. Like it was like the first time that he he focused on that as one thing. I was like, okay. Maybe that was just a shot he chose. But he focused on her shoes probably a good three times before the eventual scene with Scarlett Joe's shoes, which were setting it up, but you knew it was a setup. But it was subtle. I knew it because I watch a lot of film. Uh, you know what I mean? But did, did you catch it as it was going on? Um, I, when, I, when I saw it, when the, the whole Scarlett Johansson scene happened, and we're not going to... If you are listening to this podcast, obviously you've already seen the movie. Um, Scarlett Johansson is hung because she uh, is. She ever, no? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's. Uh, she is uh, hung because she is a supporter, a uh, Jewish sympathizer, and what a talk about a speed bump to the movie. I mean, it was really funny up until that point, and then it was like dead serious pretty much from the rest of the, the get go. Right. But going back to the question about foreshadowing. Um, in retrospect, it's like, oh yeah, that's why he did it. Yeah. Um, I didn't really put too much into it because I didn't think that anything would happen to Scarlett Johansson. Nah. And so when she... That's how we all felt at the beginning of Endgame, too. Yeah, that's true. Man, she had a rough year last yeah, year. Yeah, man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he does, he does a great job of foreshadowing. Um, and especially it's like one of those ones where, like Sixth Sense, where you're like, oh, I should have seen that all along. Now right. I see... Um, and I was completely caught off guard when that scene happened. Yeah, because it was, it, well, and it was it just played after such a wonderful sequence of like generally happiness scenes for JoJo. You know what I mean? And so for it to end off at that, it was it was a really weird choice. Yeah, and then it never got funny. There's like you know little parts, uh, especially when it, we're talking about Yorkie when his uh, when he helped JoJo kind of kind of the end when the the U.S. Army was about to take the town, and the whole battle scene, and how all the kids were involved, that was, that was kind of funny, but really, from that last like third of the movie was real dead serious. Right, right, and the weird thing is the battle scene was uh, more more of an uncomfortable funny. I mean, they did have some, some yeah, nice guys, like Sam funny. Rockwell got the, the, the outfit that he wanted yeah. designed and everything, and so that was really cool, but... Uh, yeah, and it was hard watch, laughing at this thing because you knew that, that that happened. Like those kids were out there doing that shit. Sure, you know. But all along, all along, it was 
it flowed well, even with a weird. It, it was a weird speed bump, and there we did get no closure on his dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So they they did start off some things that they didn't finish up very well, but all around, I thought that it was just hell of enjoyable from the beginning. Yeah, it was a great movie. Uh, I had been hearing such good things about it for a long time, and like I said, I'm a huge Taika Waititi fan. Taika Waititi. Very nice job. Thank you. Uh, I'm a big fan of his, so I was really excited to see it, and it totally lived up to the hype, and it definitely deserved all the kudos that I got. Yeah, I would, rec- I, I would recommend someone, if you, if you like a good movie, go out and see it. I would say this movie is like a sequence of little stories. It's, it's a sequence of JoJo's stories and uh, at different times throughout his life. And so I think uh, I think if you just like a good movie, and a strangely a great period piece. Yeah. A, a comedic take on a period piece, but extremely accurate. Yeah, I'd say that too. Yeah, and and it focuses on the weird parts of like the world. You don't think of the Hitler Youth. There's not. I can't think of a lot of other movies that like treat Hitler Youth as what I would imagine it was if you were a white kid in Germany at that yeah, time. It was kind of like Nazi Boy Scouts. Yeah, they really did learn how to use weapons and grenades and shit. So and yeah. Rebel Wilson's hilarious. Yeah, and, she she's pretty funny. She gets a bad rap for some things, but I think she's pretty funny. Yeah. All right. So that was our Mile High podcast reviews. Uh, make sure that you are checking out the first part of our two-part pop culture, weed and pop culture episode that dropped uh, about five minutes ago. Uh, we're talking all about uh, pop culture and movies, weed and movies, pop culture. I'm just going to say those same three words. Right. Pop culture, different. weed, movies. <laughs> we're just going to keep changing up the order. Uh, and then in a couple weeks, we'll record the second episode, which is weed and movie. Or We just did that. We just did music. that one. Yeah. And we're going to do weed and music. Uh, so that's gonna be pretty funny. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff dropping on Twitch, especially at the Nerd Corner, and then Chucky Pacific has a Twitch. So we'll be playing some games. So keep an eye out for that. And then most importantly, give us money. You can yes. go to Venmo and get at the Bahai Podcast. And then do you have anything else that we're gonna plug? Are we good? Uh, you check out you know Santori was our guest last night. Check out the Santori page. Uh, check out the Nerd Corner. Check out Chucky Pacific. I think. Uh, and and check out uh, Dave Hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. leave that out all the time. I do. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.